All right, everyone. This is Top Shelf Fantasy uh, podcast number one ninety three, March twenty third, twenty twenty two. Big day, um, big week, big month for all of uh, NFL free agency and fantasy football going on. If you want to go ahead and stay up to date, we have our uh, same faces, new places article brought to you by Scott. You can find that on topshelffantasy.com. We'll be able to uh, get you over some information on the socials at topshelffntsy. But uh, let's start off probably with the biggest news of today. Uh, you know, again, March 23rd. Um, if you're listening to this, I'm sure some other crazy player has been traded to the AFC. Uh, but uh, right now it's Tyree Kill. <laughs> Dude, can't believe it. This came together seemingly out of nowhere, and it changes, I mean, the landscape of, of two, well, let's say one competitive team yearly, year after year in the Chiefs, and then shifts the Dolphins into, I don't know, an interesting territory, giving up what they gave up. I mean, they, they could have given up more, obviously, but nonetheless, big, huge name, top fantasy producer that changes if you have a dynasty league, if you're talking about redraft positioning, I mean, this is a big deal. Yeah. I mean, we saw Demonte Adams move days before that, and we'll get to, to there still. But uh, like you said, it, it happened in literally two seconds. We got the alert saying, oh, the contract talks have kind of stalls. We're like, oh, yeah, all right, they'll, they'll pick it up in a few days. They'll get it done. Then it's like, all right, he's got permission to seek a trade. Oh, it's the Dolphins or Jets. Oh, it's the Dolphins. <laughs> In, in all, probably full half an hour, all that happened. Yeah. So many implications. Like, right, exactly. I think we, we talked about this earlier in our group chat, like trying to figure out what you're going to do with your fantasy teams is now so impossible across the league. You don't have the guys that have been these stalwarts, like in the top five, top 10 picks, or even players at their own positions in the same consistent situations they have been. Like Scott said, Devontae Adams moved. Tyreek Hill moved. That changes both their fantasy outlooks, the quarterbacks they were formerly attached to, the quarterbacks they're now attached to, and then all of the players on both of those teams. Like, this is crazy. We, I don't think we've dealt with this much change in no. uh, in an offseason, in, in my recent memory, or maybe ever. I mean, I had mentioned it earlier, and, you know, Scott just said the same thing and, and dittoed it. It's the most change, most unknown fantasy season that's going to be coming up because of all of the ups and downs and all the movement. If there's no, if the players on a new team or, or, you know, if a player's on their own team, you know, that player probably has a new coach, new scheme, like it, it, everything, every, all 32 teams are different right now. And it's not something anyone's really used to. And I think a lot of it has to do with the incoming draft class at quarterback. I think this is a, a an issue uh, with a lot of teams making all these moves now, because they know that if you want to be successful this year, you're going to have to make the moves today and, and not wait till after the draft or anything like that. Um, you know, knee jerk reaction. I think it's, uh, negative for pretty much a lot of them involved. Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddell, um, Devontae Parker. Uh, positives to a Juju Smith-Schuster, Nicole Hardman. Yeah, and Pat Mahomes is probably still Pat Mahomes. I don't think it changes much for him. But, I mean, losing a, a massive talent is still – something to keep your eye on. 
Yeah, I mean, Pat Mahomes is trending down uh, even with Tyree Kill on the team. Yeah. Uh, you yep. saw Josh, uh, Josh Allen go ahead and take over last year, but we move on. We go, uh, we will, t- we will talk to, talk about Devonte Adams that will that will get there because I know people want to talk about that as well but we are we have a whole list so we, we're <laughs> going to go top down alphabetically um not much to talk about on the Arizona Cardinals front you guys got to most of what they've already done last week uh Atlanta Falcons this is the big one another quarterback on the move Matt Ryan he's moved over to Indianapolis and they have now signed Marcus Mariota So what this offense looks like is going to be, again, a whole different situation. Mariota matches up with the head coach there that used to be over with Tennessee. Um, I forget. Arthur Arthur Smith. Smith. Yep. Yep. Uh, They re-signed Cordero Patterson. They want to keep that going. Signed Damian Williams. These are the most recent moves. And, of course, um, you know, without Calvin Ridley, they bring back Olin Zacchaeus. So those running backs are a big deal for Mike Davis. I mean, those are guys that are going to take reps away from him. And and he was, and he was already doing nothing with the reps that he was receiving. So, and he only signed a two year deal. So we got, we got a lot of implications for, for old Mikey Davis there, but they, they actually moved away from him and believe it or not, we're moving on to Quadriolis in last year. Yeah. I loved it for my dynasty team because I held on to the guy for three years and he did nothing, but it, it does not look like Mike Davis is there come start of the season in in my opinion yeah he would be like a uh a roster bubble casualty whatever you want to call it a, a like in camp casualty if you will right because at that point you know his money is already on the books you know he's he, he, you're not gonna save any money cutting him now you just gotta find out what you got with them and then you can move on yeah. and create an actual roster spot for the team that might need another player at that point once the season starts all teams franchise cap is set then you yep. cut players that are old and aren't going to do anything. Um, yeah, exactly. But, um, and then I just want to touch it real quick. Marcus Mariota got starting quarterback money, though. Yep. I mean, close, well, close to it. Two years, 18.75, call it 19 million. That's you know, just shy of 10 mil a year. I mean, I mean that looks like a, a fairly serious commitment to a guy. It is. And it's, again, indicative of the quarterbacks coming into this this draft class. Whether the Falcons are going to draft one or not, they still can, but Mariota is the starting quarterback because none of these quarterbacks are ready to start. Uh, And it's very surprising, but it was kind of known going into this free agency that Mariota was going to get a starting job. Um, Him and Trubisky were the two players that everyone was like, well, listen, they took their licks, sat on the bench, and now they're going to start. Yeah. So we're yeah, talking kinda, about Mariota there, Scotty. Yeah, kind of like no matter how you dice it, the, Mariota is a better, more NFL-ready quarterback than anybody coming into this rookie class by a wide margin. Right, and, and I think they can still – I don't know if you guys just talked about this um, or you told the, 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 the crowd, but I had to go upstairs and take care of the uh, babies. Father's first. Father's first. <laughs> Podcast second. Um, but, yeah, I mean – Falcons are a team that can totally still draft a rookie. I just don't think they're a day one starter. Yeah, and that um, might even take them out of uh, a day one quarterback, you know, for for the from a draft perspective into right. somebody deeper that they have faith in. Yeah, because they still, I mean, they still need pieces across the board. Their defense is solid at a lot of spots, but they did. Their lose, line's bad. Um, yeah, their line's bad. They lost Boyasade Aliyakon, so they're down a linebacker who was in uh, an all all star last year. Or all pro last year, I guess I should use the actual NFL. No term. wide receivers, pretty much. 
yeah, I mean, Alameda is a Kias and uh, Russell Gage is out of town, actually. So yep. really, it's it's just him and... Um, is Jeff Hardy still... Is that his name, Jeff Hardy? It's, Jeff Hardy is actually a WWE superstar. I know, I know. No, there is a Hardy that's on this yeah, team. Justin Hardy. Is that his, is that his name? Listen, or, he, uh, or he at least it's Jeff Hardy. It's exactly. always going to be now. They have no receivers. We can't name the fucking second guy on this team. Uh, Christian Blake is that the other guy that's that was there? He played like one it, game. It, if he's still there, I don't know. Yeah, Justin Hardy. Uh, no, he was let go by the Bears seven months ago. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But either way, um, they're they're hurting for wide receivers, so they could very easily go receiver early. And let's be honest, the Falcons have done a fantastic job scouting receivers for years so if they pick a guy he's probably going to be all right yeah uh, i think there's not much else to cover there baltimore ravens have been quiet on offense um they brought in uh free safety but buffalo bills are uh the next team up uh, underrated signing i had mentioned earlier i, I can't believe they have oj howard uh next to um what was his name Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. Yeah, very quiet signing, but very cheap deal. Very cheap. Good uh, proven for a guy who's been through the ringer. It's just, it is a shock to me that not a lot more teams are in on him because anyone has felt that he was used incorrectly in Tampa and had, you know, injury concerns or Gronk coming in. Like, it's just a slow start to a guy that I feel like could have a later. Uh, power run for fantasy football as a receiving tight end, even though he, you know, can also block. Um, then you got, I was just going to say about OJ Howard, like if the Patriots hadn't spent $10 billion on tight ends last year, he would have been a guy. I think yeah, Bill would have been all for $3 million. Jesus yeah. Christ. But Bill Bill love that. We're, we're paying two, 10 <laughs> plus million yep. a year. And well, still carrying Asi Asi and Keen, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I I think so. And uh, John is going to play fullback this year. So yeah, uh, Cole Beasley is released and he's signed and filled in or the, the one signed and filling in is Jameson Crowder. Uh, so out with Beasley in with Crowder, nearly the same player. Yep. And then Vaughn Miller, big money. Uh, yeah. Huge. Yeah. I mean, I was going offense, but if I wanted to lead off with the biggest name, but <laughs> Von Miller's massive. That's yeah, it's a huge like he, get. He deserves some kind of talk. Some some sort of mention. We talk about this years to a guy his age is, is a bold investment. I mean, I think that's why he went there. You know, I know he was thinking about oh, going yeah. to the Rams, going back to Cleveland, but okay, we're gonna be six years like oh <laughs> sign <laughs> me up. Uh they bring in Duke Johnson. Uh, there was obvious concerns with the running backs last year. Zach Moss seems like he's on his way out. Devin Singletary is okay. Duke Johnson, a good little get. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening with that. Yeah, I mean, Duke Johnson did very well at the end of last year um, with the Dolphins. Like, he got signed there, I think, like week 12 or something like that. And, like, he was one of the fancy pickups in playoffs, and he probably won a few leagues, but. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think he's the pass catching back they've been looking for for a very long time. There's a world Duke Johnson's more involved than any running back in that backfield, and it wouldn't surprise anyone. So, yeah, still a backfield I'm hesitant to buy into or get involved with. But like from a fantasy perspective, I think real life they'll be fine. But yeah, fantasy, I don't know. You don't know who it's going to be. I think Singletary showed flashes last year, but I'm still not sold on buying him in any quantities. Uh, Josh Allen is just too much of the running back there. 
Yeah. And losing out in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, Carolina Panthers. I'll go ahead and let you start on this team, Dallas. Yeah. Uh, the big one is DJ Moore. I think they locked him up for a three-year extension, 61 and a half, a little bit higher than that uh, million dollars. That's, I, that, that's, that's a huge payday for a guy that has really earned it, but who's going to throw him the ball? We don't know. So that money could be going down a well if, Sam Darnold can't get him the ball or whoever else they decide to bring in. I think they're still in discussions about like a Jimmy G potential or someone like that, but we haven't heard much movement uh, for what they're going to do. And like, again, we're going to keep harping on this probably for most of these teams. You don't have a quarterback now. You're not getting one in the draft. So figure something out quickly. Yeah. And, and Scotty and I to just to really hone in on this subject, because I feel like it's so important to note, have talked about the fact that, the window is now closing for Baker Mayfield to be traded or Jimmy Garoppolo, even if you want to go there, that really the Panthers are the only team left. It does not sound like Seattle is going out and trying to trade for any of the quarterback right now. They're, they're good with Locke and maybe getting a, a rookie to groom later. But the Panthers are the last team. They will get one of the two. And if the other team does not pull the trigger, they're going to be stuck holding the bag because – Putting out the math together, the Browns will be owed or paying $77 million for the quarterback position only if Baker stays on this team or if they even have to cut him without trading for anything. Which is just bonkers. Yeah. Is it an 18? Is he 18? 18? um, On the cap. He's a a dead cap. Like if they cut him, it's 18. Yeah. So what we were saying is like the Panthers, like, oh, no point to trade a pick for him. They have to cut him at some point. Then we'll just. Right. Yeah. Pick him up, or if yeah. they don't, then they just sit on him anyway. So what's the point? So they're they're going to cut him at some point, and the right. teams so, know like, it the now. Panthers they, are they, sitting there going like, "I got a seventh rounder for you, and that's it." And that's like, I'm not going anything. Well, else. No, no, we <laughs> have a seventh rounder. Give us Baker and a fifth. Right, <laughs> exactly what I heard. Yeah. yeah, we're like we're doing you a favor to not have to eat this money. Right. So. Yeah, and I mean it's like our contract league, our yep. salary cap league. We had to trade higher picks to get rid of very bad contracts and that's what yeah. you're going to be seeing with the Browns if they if they move Baker not cut them exactly I got Todd Gurley to trade up in the draft <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, speaking of top end uh, running backs CMC gets a signing converted cap to signing bonus which I find a very interesting deal structure because that means with the rumors of him being traded, I think are gone and done. I think CMC stays on this team now getting 7.4 million in a bonus um, and bringing in Devonta Foreman uh, is also another running back for this team for a backup in case CMC gets hurt or, and Chuba Hubbard isn't just the only one. Yeah. I actually like the Foreman signing a lot. Um, we saw what he did with Tennessee last year. I'm surprised Tennessee just didn't keep him for that price tag. Yeah, like he, he did well when Henry was out. Um, I just don't know why they couldn't, you know, give two million bucks. It's probably what they paid him last year. So we'll want to keep the same salary. Yep, good spot for him though. I mean, we saw Chuba struggle a little bit when he was the guy with uh, CMC out. So if they need a guy that can actually, you know, log some reps, Deontay Foreman is more fitting that bill. Yep. And to an NFC team that. Uh, Really doesn't have to do anything because the NFC keeps getting easier and easier. Uh, Scotty, how do you feel about the Bears moves? Um, so I actually just saw this now. Uh, St. Brown sign there. 
Yeah, yeah, Echo I, I mean, is, yeah, the, yeah. It's, it's the older, not, um, not Amon Ra, yeah. not the, older, the better one. <laughs> the older brother that uh, we've been waiting for a couple of years on the Packers to break out. Honestly, this could have been the year. It could have been there, <laughs> but um, <laughs> now I mean, I yeah. So he signs there, and then they also get Byron Pringle, who showed up end of last season. I mean, he's on a team with Patrick Mahomes, and that's probably why. But. Eh, I mean, Six million is not a small contract. It's not a small contract, and I think he. I mean, I I go back to I picked him up in our dynasty league in the playoffs. He got me eighteen, no, twenty four points in the semifinals <laughs> to help me win. So maybe that was the the week that he got the six million dollar deal. But um, yeah, good for him, I guess. But it, it's strange because that's that's what you're bringing in around Justin Fields. I mean, these are not guys that come in and immediately help him succeed. They right, don't, I mean, they, right. they don't hurt them. They're not like bad receivers by any means, but they're not. They're not Alan Robinson. Robinson. <laughs> exactly. No. no, and they're they're moving the head with Darnell Mooney as their number one, which is, he's a big win on the offseason. Yep. Um, if Darnell you call Mooney. if you call a pass catcher getting the ball from Justin Fields right now a win because it didn't look good last year. It's a whole new coach, whole new offense. Got to see it in action before you hate on it, but. Um, Again, NFC team that didn't have to do much because everyone else around them is getting worse. Um, yeah, so there's just that one signing there uh, in Cincinnati uh, for offense uh, uh, weapons. Anyway, Cincinnati's main focus this season was offensive line, and they did a fantastic job looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy Bengals brought in Lyle Collins as well to protect his uh, Joe Burrow's blind side, which is the right move. But that's not interesting for fantasy, so we shall move Ooh. on. Yeah, but the <laughs> signing I had uh, mentioned was what we had highlighted on the sheet. To Tayden Hurst is the new tight end with CJ Uzama out the window. So I like it. I think Hayden Hurst has always been a decent uh, tight end. Has just kind of been buried on depth chart after depth, depth chart. You know, uh, Mac, uh, Mark Andrews in Baltimore was always ahead of him, and then Kyle Pitts last year uh, with Atlanta. So. Yeah, we we also can't forget two years ago he was a he was tied in ten in fantasy. So I mean, right? He he can do it. And he was behind um, Austin Hooper. No, he was when he was he still with the Ravens behind behind Andrews and and they had because uh, who could because they brought in at the same time Tim they Boyle. traded they traded for Hertz when they got rid of Hooper. Oh, I Hertz see. Was only there for two years. The first year I was see. top ten, and then second year was the Pitts year. So Pitts year. He, he didn't do anything, but I, I think it's a nice sound by the Bengals since they lost Uzoma, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, decent void to fill there. They did, they did well. Yeah, I mean, he's good in every aspect of the game for a tight end. He's fast, he's big, he's athletic, and he blocks well. So, no downside. Great signing. I mean, probably even an upgrade over uh, Uzoma. So, good for him. Different type of tight end, too. He's a shorter, quicker guy, and Usama was a bigger middle guy. Um, I like I like it. Uh, Cleveland Browns are the winner of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Um, they are cheapskates. Uh, they paid a quarterback more money than anyone else. Um, <laughs> I was being sarcastic when I say cheapskates because of that. And, you know, I'll let you guys into it. I don't like touching the subject. Um, I don't like what the Browns have done. Yeah, I mean, 
it's good from a football perspective. Great signing. Deshaun Watson's a fantastic football player. You take everything aside from that. Maybe his year off, you have a little bit of rust concerns, whatever. He's got Amari Cooper there already. We expect them to potentially bring in another weapon for him. Um, but from a morality standpoint, uh, it's a little dicier. I know you, you had mentioned that the Browns are essentially offering him a large chunk of money to pay off any potential civil suit payments that come his way, which is it's asinine. It's shady. It's it's for another wicked shady. It's for another podcast, but my feelings on it are, are negative. Uh, I'll, I'll just say that that being said, fantasy, that being said, you give me a billion dollar fantasy or a professional football franchise. I'm doing whatever it takes to win as many games as possible too. So I I see where they're coming from. So, I yeah. absolutely can uh, understand the, the that aspect of it. Um, and for fantasy football, what do I care? Because this guy's going to produce points. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, what is that, Craig? You have a chance to take Deshaun Watson in like the fifth round because everybody else hates him. I'm yeah. not going to sit on my morals. I will draft <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Well, it's the so, same so reason that. we draft Tyreek Hill every year. Yes. <laughs> Fuck that <again>. guy. <laughs> exactly. I hate Tyreek Hill, but I would trade Carve as a first rounder for him in a heartbeat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, so that is, again, it's a whole new world in fantasy and a whole new team for the Browns. What happens with, uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb? What happens with, uh, the Donovan Peoples Jones or, uh, I now might make a big jump too. Schwartz. It's, one, it's one of the two that they're, they're going to, if it'll bring in like a Will Fuller kind of guy. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing Amari Cooper at the top. We get that. It's it's easy. Deshaun Watson's going to be a great fantasy quarterback. We get that. It, there's uh, underlying, you know, David Njoku is another tight end that, that could, you know, take a step up with Austin Hooper gone because they released him. There's so many pieces to, you know, there's fantasy gold mines like the Dallas Cowboys were last year or the Los Angeles Rams. Like, is this a fantasy gold mine team? Um, and that's, I think, the biggest question surrounding this. Yeah, I just I just worry about the pieces that they are letting go. JC Treader, for example, I have in here. I mean, he's an all pro center, fantastic, you know, uh, anchor on that offensive line. And the Browns have been a team that have really started and finished their offense with the running game. Obviously, that changes with Deshaun Watson quite substantially. But they still need, you know, I mean, you still need pass blockers. You still need to give him time. I know he's mobile and he can make stuff happen, but you don't want him on the run the whole game either. Like, give him a pocket. So, taking away a fantastic center just to free up some cap space makes sense because you got Deshaun Watson yeah. because of it, probably. But, but it's only eight million bucks. Like, right. I'm they couldn't find every other team else. finds eight million bucks laying in the closet. Yeah. Like, but I don't know. It, it, it's very, very interesting. Like you said, brand new offense for fantasy. No idea what to expect. For really anybody. I mean, and this is opposite of Stefanski's schemes too, because he's just always been, a, I'm going to run it 30 times a game, 40 mm-hmm. times a game, no matter yeah. what position he's been at. So this is a whole new change. Um, but we move on. Dallas Cowboys, the guys that had traded over Amari Cooper, are next up, what we're talking about. And they replace him with James Washington. <laughs> Good old James Washington. <laughs> So, I mean, we know it's going to be CD and Michael Gallup and then James Washington. He's a fine third, but he was already a third in Pittsburgh. So maybe he's a fourth in Pittsburgh, but eh. fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth. Then Juju got hurt and he was a third, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
Gross. Moved well, they, tagged, they tagged Schultz. They moved, um, you know, uh, what's his face? The other tight end there from Charwin. Dallas. Charwin. Yeah. Charwin. They moved him over. Uh, gone. So, you know, we'll see what, what happens. I like James Washington coming in because even at times, Cedric Wilson was, uh, you know, somewhat involved. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yep. Uh, Broncos, not much since the Russ Wilson trade. So we can skip yep. that. Uh, Detroit Lions signed DJ Shark. One-year deal, $10 million bucks. Uh, we all knew Shark was gone after Jacksonville spent a million, well, probably like $30 million bucks on wide receivers. <laughs> Actually, no. Shark think what, 70-something? <laughs> yeah, 70-something. Yeah, they're, they're way up there. I mean, Kirk alone got a, got a bag and a half. So It's $25 million a year. So yeah, Kirk, yeah. Uh, and then they brought in as well um, kind of like uh, Zay Jones. So after that's those two signings there and Evan Ingram, we knew that Shark was gone. Um, Lions. I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, I, I just think it's more. It's a, a low a risk Ross deal. Yeah. yeah, it should be should still be a Monra. I mean, Josh I Reynolds. Cephas I think back. should still be involved. Cephas exactly was was showing a huge upside. DJ Shark, I think, still has upside as a wide receiver in the NFL. I mean, he unfortunately broke his hand doing blocking drills for Urban Meyer. Like, I'm not going to hold that against him. That being said, he hasn't been very good because he hasn't really had a lot of quarterbacks would be the excuse I'd make for him. I don't think Jared Goff is a huge increase in caliber of quarterback he's going to play with either. So, and I also, to keep building this snowball, I don't think that Detroit's a fantastic offense that I want to buy pieces of left and right. Right. No, plus All you, that being she, said, she, one year, 10, too. Yeah, exactly. And he's going to command a, a ton of targets like usual. But all that yeah, being said, one year, 10 million bucks, the risk is low. I mean, yep. 10 million bucks, yes, but it's one year. So whatever. It's become a cog. It's gonna it's gonna be tough for fantasy to buy into it. And I feel it's almost waiting out a year until you know what the quarterback situation is gonna be. Because while Jared Goff has been decent at times, he's not someone you can rely upon to put in a player day in and day out. Monroe St. Brown's the only one that I want. TJ Shark is a good addition, but not for fantasy. And and then next year yeah. we'll probably have just as many questions because Jared Goff's uh, team option for their team out is next year. So right. if he doesn't play well this year, they're not paying him thirty five million again. Yeah, exactly. Right. I yeah. I, ex- I expect that this is Jared Goff's last time as a starter for the Lions, maybe in the NFL. And, and whoever they bring in is probably going to be better. Which is almost unfortunate for Jared Goff because if the Lions could take an out on him this year, he could probably go latch on with a couple quarterback needy teams Absolutely and have, have a shot at a longer contract with them. You know, Carolina goes and grabs him. I'm not thrilled, but they could. I would think he beats out Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would think so as well. Remember Sam Darnold was the quarterback one for like the first three weeks of the season? He was the rushing touchdowns. Yeah. I thought I was like, Sam Darnold's back. Here and then is. it turns out he really is just a mental case. Yes. He is syndrome from because he has all this talent in the world, but can't put piece together between the years. Yep. Okay. On to the uh Green Bay Pack Hairs. Pack Hairs. Alan Lazard gets tendered. That's great. He's going to stick with the team in the absence of Devontae Adams. Alan Lazard to the moon. So, part so of the program. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Lizard King, the Komodo Dragon, top shelf fantasy super fan, Alan Lazard. I, I hope the, that he crushes it. 
I love the number 3.986 probably even goes down the line down to the dollar and cents of what they could afford to even give Lazard, which is why he accepted that low. Over I money. think it's um the standard tender or whatever it is. Cause it's one of those like, let me have this. RFA. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Craig, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> Cause I was just going to say, cause you're going to see, much. you're going to see more of these 3.986 as we go down the list, but I would guarantee you, Oh, I'm going to say guarantee. I would bet you, that Lazard gets an in-season extension if he plays well, which I expect him to. Yes. And um, we're still waiting on MVS, correct? We don't know. Yeah, MVS is up in the air. That uh, He's expected to go to the Chiefs in the absence of Tyreek Hill now, but nothing's official. Uh, yes, yes. Because somehow MVS fits the mold of what Tyreek Hill does. I mean, he's a burner, but he's like a foot and a half taller. I mean, we'll get to them soon, but I believe it's Mikhail Hardman. But Yeah. Um, um, and Randall Cobb accepts a pay cut, which I think anybody with a brain saw coming because you weren't going to pay Randall Cobb what he was getting paid to uh to so do pretty much nothing. Nine nine a year or eight a year? It was way too much. Like five bucks is way too much for him. So yeah. <laughs> and then I mean, he's gonna be little... used a lot now. So hey you think so. He might be more fantasy relevant than DJ Shark. <laughs> Dallas, you, you you can take the next one. My good old uh, friend, guy. Robert the Funyan Tunyon himself. He gets a one-year extension or re-signed for one year. Um, I don't know the, the dollar amount on that. But, yeah, deny the dispo track. Yeah, but irrelevant. He is going to be what he is, uh, flash in the pan a couple games of the year, and then zero burgers the rest of the way. I mean, maybe – and I'll give you a big maybe on this one. He has a larger role with Devonte Adams not commanding 110 plus targets a season, but I'm not banking on that because it's just not what he's done. He has not been a volume guy outside of two or three games. So uh, good for you. Resign the guy. Pay him whatever you're going to pay him to block occasionally, and and block forgettably if you can trust PFF's grade. <laughs> uh, you know who else is forgettable? Royce Freeman, the only signed player. <laughs> Yeah. Only See, signed player the Texans have done. That's the yep. guy I was thinking about. Like, oh, I couldn't think of like him or if it was like Latavius Murray or like that kind of guy. But I'm like, there's no way Royce Freeman got a deal before any of those guys. But he did. Dude, Royce to 5'9 Freeman? This guy's nasty. I mean, it's, it's a one-year, pretty much $1 million deal that it could just be a cut guy. Yeah, we don't camp. know who the Texans running back is right now. We don't know Man, who they, the Texans are. They right still now. have Burkhead. On, they have Burkhead under okay. contract, but I mean, <laughs> so so Burkhead, Royce Freeman, is is Scotty Phillips still there? I know he got hurt in the last year. Actually, no, you're right. Scotty Phillips is still there. I might have so got a dynasty fine for. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I had him for a week, then he got hurt. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I know they don't have David Johnson. I know they don't have Philip Lindsay. Yeah, I mean, Philip, they cut him last year, too, because Lindsay went to the Dolphins. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, we, we just spent way too long in the Texans. Yeah. Yeah. I'll Oops, take, I'll take the blame for that. <laughs> um, yeah, the Colts didn't do much. We can just go by them. Um, the Jack, I'm just kidding. They get Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a huge, a huge deal for fantasy. And not, and not even that, like, well, for fantasy too, but, like, we'll get to the other teams. We already talked about Mariota, but the day that Matt Ryan got traded there, we saw just a domino effect. Like, we'll get to the Saints and then bring back their quarterback. Mariota gets signed right away from Atlanta. And then, like, 
the teams are panicking, and then there's Baker like, shit, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we all thought it was Baker the whole time. It kind of made sense. And then Or Jimmy. Heard, heard yeah. Well, the, the Jimmy stuff was just kind of just being, like, pushed away, pushed away, and, like, oh, it's not going to happen anymore. But then Matt Ryan, like, oh, shit, I forgot. Like, he was kind of on the trade block, but then they're like, oh, no, we're, we're going to keep him, restructure him. Then, like, they didn't restructure him in time or something like that, and then they were going to pay his bonus out in, like, a day. <laughs> Anyways, he gets traded to the Colts for a third-round pick. Um, and, I, I, Craig, you probably know more than us on this, but the dead cap they've that the other teams have had to pay um the last two I've, years is um I've seen the number this. so I've seen this it's like Matt 64 it's like, million I think yeah because it's 40 million for Matt Ryan for Matt Ryan have to pay and then last year Carson Wentz, Wentz was 36 20, was 36 so yeah so, so it so might it, even be higher than 64 yeah, but yeah yeah um they were saying like that front office like they need to get an award like not only yeah. are, are they are are they getting these guys for almost free? Um, and net positive. They're crippling. Picks. Yeah, they're <laughs> crippling the other teams that are sending these guys away for at least a year or two. Like, you get better and you make that team far, far worse. Yeah, if you if you didn't read between the lines of what we were kind of like geeking out about, the uh, the Colts have not paid for a quarterback. In like two years since Philip Rivers, maybe like 10 million at total between Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz got extra picks because they got more from the Wentz deal than they had to give up for Matt Ryan. They won't be paying Matt Ryan again this year. And in any, any sense of the word, Matt Ryan's an upgrade over Carson Wentz. So this, the Colts have done a great job. I think, uh, like again, what I would said at the top of this, great for fantasy because you almost just lost Michael Pittman as uh, a really good player f- for fantasy, and now we finally see him back in the fold because he took a big step up last year. All around, great, um, Corey. I know that you have to you have to talk about this. What do I have to talk about? The the other part of the no. what they've done, dude. Yannick Ngakwe. <laughs> So they uh, they bring in Yannick Ngakwe and make that defensive line a force, which is what you need. I mean, he's a fantastic edge rusher. And you gave up Rocky Asin, which is a middle-of-the-road cornerback. So the interesting thing is that the Colts' secondary has struggled, so it's a weird move. But great for fantasy if they're going to be involved in some shootouts. Yep. But that being said, shootouts, I don't want to see any part of. I hope that the Colts continue to ride JT pretty heavily. Um, don't just go let Matt Ryan lose for 40, 45 attempts a game. I don't think that's a winning formula. 30, I'm now with 30 throws a game for Matt Ryan. I think that's a winning strategy, but they have the ability to use him as a manager, whereas the Falcons couldn't. Right. You don't need him to go out and be the Matt Ryan we've seen for so long. Be a role player. Yeah, and that can thrive, too. You look at Matt Stafford. Look at uh, Ryan Tannehill. You know, when there's certain situations that players move and get more comfortable, Alex Smith, all those days ago, going to Washington after the 49ers when they needed, you know, these game managers can't be put in positions where they shouldn't be. Now, yes, Matt Ryan was never that, but he is now at his old age. Um, So moving on, Jaguars, we had 
you know, you guys covered most of what the Jags have already done with uh, their signings, but they did release Miles Jack, um, a defensive player that always contributed last year. Um, Kansas City Chiefs obviously did nothing today. Um, <laughs> gotcha. But, <laughs> yeah. So they're on the negative end. Uh, we did talk about them a little bit while you were gone, Scotty. So um, you I know, figured the, as much. The positive was, you know, the positive side of the Kansas City Chiefs, and the only positive is is Juju is going to be better for fantasy and a very cheap deal. Yeah, Three that's million. legit. Like, talk about no harm, no foul. Like, you get rid of Hill, it's like that three point two five million probably should be like fifteen. <laughs> um. But I do think they're bringing someone else. If it's a draft or if it's, I mean, I know MVS has been talked about. He's He was there today for a visit. Um, I think they do really want MVS, but I know a lot of teams do want him as well, which is, I think, you know, crazy. But You know who slides in right away? Like no heartbeat has, has even, you know, no, no, no skipping heartbeat. Jamison Williams, wide receiver from Alabama. Perfect I saw a mock draft where, where they get him at 29 because they have picked 29 and 30 this year. Perfect fit. I mean, he's yeah. got a torn ACL right now, so he'll probably rehab and be, you know, maybe if he's not ready for the regular season, only out for like four weeks. But, you know, Miko Harden be fine and Jamison Williams comes in. I mean, they they obviously didn't couldn't afford a huge contract for Tyreek, so I don't expect him to pay any more big money and look for, you know, more rookies. Um, but if I mean, you see that move right off the bat, let me tell you, fantasy <laughs> gold. Yeah. I mean, I'm not expecting them to replace Tyreek Hill with anybody. I mean, like, I expect them to bring somebody in, but the Tyreek Hill role, even if it's MVS, is not getting filled. Byron Pringle is the guy that's really being replaced. It's going to be a completely different look for this offense. With Demarcus Robinson, too, is gone. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. You so you're replace losing two. a couple burners. But, dude, they got Corey Coleman. Oh, right. They did. Oh, they brought well, in Corey dude, Coleman. My bad. So he, he's still only 27. Set. Like, I feel like he's yeah, been on four teams that have been in the league for a decade. And he's 27. I guess he's torn all, all the ligaments <laughs> of his body. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a bust. Yeah. Uh, going to the Raiders. Raiders. Devontae Adams uh, traded for a first and a second for, is it both 2022? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is of course last week in which all a lot of things happened, but I was shocked. I thought once Aaron Rodgers um signed that massive contract coming back, that Adams would be a shoe in, they make anything work to sign them because you know the cap's fake. Uh, but it sounded like Aaron Rodgers knew the entire time, and if he was going to come play with the Packers again, Adams would not be there. Um, Oh, he threw know. his buddy just... under the bus. He took his money. He really did. I yeah, mean, yeah. when when you know you when you heard that Rogers knew that if he was back, Adams wasn't, and still accepted fifty million dollars, he basically robbed Devonte Adams in Green Bay. I mean, granted, he physically didn't, and now Adams gets the money elsewhere. But you you've spurned your relationship. You burned a bridge. Right, and this oh, is the sure. stuff that we see all the time in the NFL where teams, well, not teams, but players just take money out of each other's pockets instead of doing what we saw Tom Brady, for example, do in New England for two decades. Take less than you're worth, add pieces around you that can help you win, and then literally win. 
this type of selfish behavior by Aaron Rodgers is why he will not win another Super Bowl. And it's sad because his talent, he deserves a, f- a few of them probably. But yeah, I mean, you think they're going to play with the Rams in Tampa? They're just not. Like, they don't have it. Right. And not even that, like, Rodgers, you're like threatened retirement the last two years. You're older. Like, you've made your money. Do yeah. you really have to be like, he's just there, like, if I play, you have to pay me. I need to pay, be paid the most of all time. Yeah, it's like, dude, like, I, I get you want to be like shove it in their face, like you, you need me, but when you're sacrificing, arguably the best wide receiver in NFL the last three, right. three years, and then the probably the next two years, like, is Lazard gonna fill that void? Is Will Fuller gonna come in and sign and fill that void? No, 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 absolutely. Like, like, Adam, how do you, no. how do you replace Devontae Adams? No, and it's it's crazy yeah. because all these guys go. I want to be the highest paid at my position for whatever reason, as if that makes them the unanimous decision <laughs> for the best guy in the league. I like no none of us have ever sat around as we argue about who the best player is and say, well, who's the, who has the highest contract? Like that's never been a point that I've brought yeah. up when I try to describe right. the best players. Exactly. Or else we'd always have Sammy Watkins in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For exactly. years. Or yeah, and if you went by our dynasty standards, we'd have plenty of players that uh shouldn't <laughs> even be on teams. Top three wide receiver. So uh, we got away from the Raiders a little bit. So I do want to get back into that because I do think Devontae Adams should do fairly well. Oh, yeah, sorry. Because it's just it's <laughs> It just angers you, but um, here's a take that I've been leaning into the last day, day and a half. Um, Josh McDaniels has a certain style of offense, and Devontae Adams is not someone that would normally fit that. However, he can thrive under it. He will. Devontae Adams is still going to be wide receiver one through five. Uh, you know, Derek Carr's enough of a competent quarterback. Yet, when I see that they've signed Brandon Bolden and now, again, Amir Abdullah. I saw another running back signed and a fullback, Jakob Johnson, from the Patriots. This shows me that they're, that he's still stuck in on the same offense and some of the same uh, you know, run schemes that he's going to use that he transfers over from the Patriots. And if that's the case, it does scare me a little bit and caps Devontae Adams and and possibly other players around right so i thought for the longest time on the patriots that bill belichick was the one limiting mcdaniel's creativity on offense and that still very well could be the case but like you said the pieces that mcdaniel's has brought with him to uh las vegas has me very very worried now Devonte adams is better than any receiver that the patriots have had since randy moss and they're not even the same type of receiver so i don't even want to compare the two but all that being said it's very alarming. The, the signs are showing that the Mick offense is moving to Las Vegas and that offense is not something that's going to put Devontae Adams as a top five wide receiver. Now, if Derek Carr and Devontae Adams say, screw this, we're going to play the same offense we played last year and you guys can deal with it. If I call an audible to put you on a fly route and you're going to go get the ball, then go do that. But oh, what Tom Brady does that's up to, to them. Yeah, Bruce right. <laughs> there will there absolutely will be that. I don't think he devise McDaniels, but I think that that's going to be an unspoken truth between them that, hey, you two get on the same page, do what you need to do. Like Adams is still going to command 180 targets. He's still going to get, you know, that that bread, you know, for, for the you know season. 
he's going to be the guy. There's no one else there. And and I think that's what will be different in the Mick offense for the Raiders than the Patriots. But the running scheme is also just it's it's gonna be that same tic-tac, you know, run on first, second, and third down, you know, run yeah. on third and eighteen. You know, it's it's just there's Wait, gonna you, be things that are gonna frustrate you. Are you telling me that you didn't like watching a halfback draw followed by a screen followed by an incomplete pass and then a punt? You didn't like that? Yeah. Well, I wasn't a fan of it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say it was my favorite thing to watch. Yeah, still though. Um and just to add this to Chandler Jones signs there. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's him that's, opposite that's, of um absolutely. Crosby is gonna be and they, they paid Crosby too, so yep. they got these guys locked up for a few years, mm-hmm. at, at least. But um, yeah, I mean, good for them winning the Devontae Adams sweepstakes. I mean, I think we all knew if Adams was to leave, he was going to the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. I think no we've we've been saying else. it since the middle of last year. We're like, he's either going to get tagged and stay in Green Bay, or he's going to the Raiders. And that's it. Mm-hmm. But and I would have expected that the Packers even got more in trade. I think Devontae Adams, with his, I believe, no trade clause, probably said, I'm going to the Raiders, find a deal that fits. If not, I'm not playing. Yeah. Right. Charges. The AFC West arms race. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. Yeah, so, yeah, they, so they bring in Bulaga. <laughs> or, no, no. They, they release Bulaga. Bulaga. The opposite. But they haven't done much to, since then, so I'm not, I'm not sure I, why. They don't have to, I don't think. I think their their they, offense just they needs did time. enough in the first couple of days. Yeah, they locked that, up their that, D and they'll right. let the O grow. I mean, they got Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Oh, still we, there. Uh, Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett. Oh, Gerald Everett. Okay. Yep. Instead of uh, Jared Cook. Or Jared in Cook. addition to Jared. So no, Jared Cook's done. So it's it's him. I think Parman resigned there, um, or he got. Is he Tender okay there? Like after oh his my God. I, injury? I, I, I don't know. Um, that yeah. was a I never really injury. got an update because the year kind of just ended and I Who never followed up on it. Yeah. Parham when he got like murdered mur- oh, yeah. mur- in the fucking end zone. Yeah. I don't yeah, know if he's yeah, back yeah. by training camp. I really don't know. He, and, and he must be if they have him under contract, but it was a tender. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's cheap anyways. But yeah, uh, they've done very well so far. Yeah, um, and, and just to again to note, if you guys hadn't listened to the first podcast about the free agents, this there was one at one ninety two. Go ahead and look for that on the uh, list because this is just anything from over the weekend, which we're already what forty five minutes in. We've <laughs> haven't gone through all the teams. Yeah, this is this is just a wild off season altogether. So, um, so big, Parham only had a concussion, by the way, and he's fine. He's he's good. It looked like he was. Oh, paralyzed for life. That's what it was. Yeah. He had gotten decapitated. Yep. Oh, okay. But moving on to the Rams, because that's another team that actually got a big free agent uh, wide receiver that helps for fantasy, and that is Allen Robinson. Wait, you mean A Rob did, didn't go to the Patriots like we were hoping to? No. 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 No, no, no one okay. went to the Patriots this season. No. Even though Matthew Judon tweeted him to come. <laughs> I was talking about that in, in a chat real quick. We'll get back to the Rams, but how like we were like, oh, it's cool. Like Judon's like t- tweeting his guys to like recruit. I'm like, dude, he's like 0 for 25 right now. Yeah, he's trying, <laughs> but he sucks at it. Like, yeah. sorry, I love like, you. Like, like, it was cool at first. Like, dude, 
no one wants to go there. Like, I'm, I'm not going to win there. Yeah. Like, don't quit your day job as an elite edge rusher because you suck at recruiting. Right. Um, anyways, yeah. Allen Robinson, fan, fantastic fit. Holy shit. How the Rams were even able to get the cat to bring him in. I know they, it's not in the docket, but they, they traded away Robert Woods as oh, well. Yeah, comes and we'll get to the to Tennessee. But um, to clear some cast space there. But and we don't know about OBJ too. Yeah, so, OBJ is yeah. still free agent, and like I think Greg, you said, you like, I was trying to recruit. Yeah, he he's a guy that he might just sign when he's healthy right. in what late November, early de- December. Like he might be out for almost the entire riddle season. Yeah, whoever signs him isn't going to pay him a full year's contract. So he that's exactly right. Like you said, he might just wait. Yeah, wait and sign with a team that's you know. As a winning record at the time. But A-Rob, we've seen what he's... I mean, last year was a shit show. He wasn't even trying. He didn't care. Um, don't blame him that much. Matt Stafford is, is going to be the best quarterback he's ever played with. By a long, by a wide mean, margin. By far. If you if you went to Detroit, Jared Goff would have been the best <laughs> quarterback player for in a long time. But, I mean, talk about going from, from dirty brown water trash quarterbacks to... to the Super Bowl winning MVP. I have yeah. those cut, but still like holy shit. This yeah, is gonna be a lot of fun with Cup. And uh, the, the only thing I get concerned wrong. about is the volume share. Because I mean Cup's gonna cup it up and get his targets. Hopefully the next guy in line is A Rob, which it appears to be. Van Jefferson is obviously still kicking around, but um can he handle being number two? He he's been I number one big team he ever. Can. I think oh, he's I think at he a, he's at a stage now where he's he's always been a professional guy. Like he's always played with like, again like bad quarterbacks and shut his mouth his entire career. Where yeah, I don't I think agree. he's caring about being a number two. And I mean, you're talking about a number two on a team like this. A Rob and Cooper Cup could be two top ten fantasy wide receivers, and oh, would, yeah. would not he shock could, any of us. Yeah, he could be a firm number two on his team and have 110 catches. Exceed his yeah. numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like career career year. But I think he in I think to to your point, he just wants to win at this point. I think he's sick of being on these terrible teams. Like he wants to go out and win a game. Yeah, I mean he's he's had that realization like shit. You know, my stats aren't gonna be in the record book, but maybe I'll get one of those rings. Yeah, and I mean he's still getting over 15 mil a year, so his bank account looks just fine. Oh yeah. Uh speaking of bank accounts, we talked about Terry Kill. Crazy amount of money, uh, twenty-five million a year. But the alternative or the uh, little signings around him have also happened for the Dolphins, uh, as in gaining Raheem Mostert, Mike McDaniel's running back from last year. Very cheap deal, one year, two million bucks. Yep, and he that's, and and he that's what you should get on a guy like that who, with his injury history, one yep. year, and his age. Well, hold on, twenty-eight, twenty. 29? 29, I think. Yeah, I believe so. I know he's closing in on 30. Yeah, that, that that's pretty old. But, Definitely not um, a four-year $30 contract in Dynasty, no. but... <laughs> I, have, I have that guy's first-round pick into his 23. But, um, yeah, Raheem Mostert, great signing. We talked about Chase Edmonds in the last podcast. Eric Hill there. I know it's... it's um, uh, Preston Williams, they extend him for another year. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. Just before but... I think they knew Terry Hill was even an option. 
this is one of the first right. like i think after the last pod was like it might have been been a thing but it's very like it's pressing williams i'm not gonna get a tweet about it like or yep. a, a blizzard report thing um but they just signed um the old saints lineman last night Toronto yes. Armstead. Toronto yeah. what a what a great freaking signing that's yep. huge for tua that's it's, a massive, it's massive massive player and this team is moving up can be kind of Ho- scary hopefully tua can you know put it all put all the pieces together they've given him everything they give him waddle and tyreek hill and they get bring loudest, back gasecki loudest team the last two days to the quietest team minnesota vikings no idea what the hell they're doing uh after re-extending kirk cousins you see a linebacker and nothing else another quiet team our team the new england patriots yeah a bunch Not of much going on minimum veterans retained nothing traded shack mason cool gonna be interesting keep watching them for now I think this is when they start doing stuff. But yeah, just they the, get just right, James White. They clean up. Yeah, James White, who, by the way, in the documentary, if you hadn't heard, might have retired. Like it, he was not moving in a bed for three months. He's only been out of bed for three months. So Jeez. there's, uh, and that's after his hips hip surgery. We'll see so what we'll ends up. Give him a two year deal. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. Yeah, I mean, he he could still be something. Um, heard the new the offense could be completely different. Um, I heard two running backs on the field. I heard no fullback. I heard possible wing T, two tight ends, two running backs. It's like, let's go back to the 1940s, Bill. Thank you very much, uh, and we'll see you uh, never again. Um, just kidding. And Bill, we trust. New Orleans Saints. Yeah, they uh, restructured everybody to get Deshaun Watson, <laughs> and then they didn't get him, and then they uh, re-signed Jameis Winston, which is the right move because Taysom Hill can't play quarterback in the NFL. So Jameis, keep him around, knows the offense, sub right in. It is funny. They restructured everyone to get Watson. They didn't, and then they're like, hey, Armstead, come back. It's like, no, fuck yeah. you guys. <laughs> so yeah. they even, they've yeah, literally. lost their best lineman. Uh, it's, not, it's not good. And, but Jamie, I mean, Jameis the one – the one interesting thing is that Michael Thomas hasn't moved. I think there's a lot of expectation, even with the restructure for him to change homes this off season. And for the time being, he's still in new Orleans with Jameis Winston, ready to play some football. So let's see, maybe Sean Payton leaving is helping him stick around. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing here. Pulling a stress. Uh, same with the giants. Matt Breed has been their signing. Tara Taylor has been their signing pulling at straws. Tyrod Next. Taylor, whatever he might, maybe he'll push DJ, but I, I think it's still Daniel Jones for at least this year. Yeah, this is a fallback if Daniel Jones falls flat in his face. Yeah. That Tyrod Taylor, who has a previous history in Buffalo, I'm not sure if it was before or after Dayball, but similar offensive style or mindset that you know a running quarterback that if Dave, um, Daniel Jones can't get it done. He can slide in. But you also saw when Daniel Jones was hurt, like the Giants couldn't compete. But you only need like yeah. six or seven wins to win the NFC East. So, like, <laughs> like okay, we got to sub somebody in so you can actually compete here. Yeah. And Tyrod Taylor knows how to get rid of the starting quarterback now. He's t- taking a page out of uh, <laughs> yeah. when- Herbert's, book. <laughs> Herbert's book. Herbert taught him well. Yeah. <laughs> and so, the Jets, um, just having Coleman resigned. Great. Uh, Flacco resigns. Flacco's got the greatest job of all time. How old's, how old's Flacco now? Like 40, 78. He's, I mean, 
Yeah, he's, he's got to be up there. Well, he looked Younger than Brady. Yeah, <laughs> but... I, I would think so. Um, and uh, we already said, said before they brought in Yuzoma. And just to fuck with him, they bring in Tyler Conklin for the, probably the same exact contract. So it's three for 21. So don't draft any tight end in the Jets. Not, the Jets have not produced a tight end for fantasy in several years. And now they have two just Chris Herndon, man. This exactly. Is so one thing that uh, I want to mention about the Jets for fantasy reasons is that they were also in entire kill. And who else got Tyree Kill but the other 49ers offensive coordinator who both were trying to get that burner underround guy like Debo Samuel for the 49ers. So look for the Jets to make a splash still somewhere at wide receiver and to use as a WRB. So that I think is going to be something that they go after. Um, If you find a wide receiver that could possibly go to the Jets that's like that, he's going to be good for fantasy. Outside of that, these tight ends are not. <laughs> are not that. Uh, the Eagles, Boston Scott staying there for cheap like, one year, $1.75 million extension. I like the news is the GM. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was interesting because I don't think he's done that good of a job. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's been terrible. But yeah, Howie uh, Roseman gets three years for who's still knows paying for Wentz. <laughs> Literally. It's insane. Steelers, they stole away, steal away, because the name Steelers. Uh, oh, good it. old Gunnar Oslewski, two-year deal. Um, yeah, he'll play special also, teams. Yeah. Signed Miles Jack, who was cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars for a nice two-year deal. It's a pretty good signing. Yeah, I mean, he led the Jags in tackles last year, so good The on, Jags good do not like their top. Defensive no, they hate players him. every year. Like, oh, Jalen Ramsey, he's, he's too good. AJ Bouye, see ya. Oh, ooh, ooh, yeah, bye. Nope. <laughs> and uh, the lack, I was going to say, no, no, just, no, uh, the lack of moves for the Steelers brings clarity for fantasy because now we have Juju gone, Deontay, uh, and Claypool are the, the number ones. You know, that bears mentioning since Juju just signed. Yeah, even uh, with – um. Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. I know they've been rumored to be very, very seriously in on um, Malik Willis. Willis, sorry. Um, everything I'm seeing on Twitter says that like the Steelers have said it out loud. He's their guy. That's who they want. Whether that's to groom, I'm assuming it's to groom him. That's why they paid Trubisky real money. But with all that being said, the Steelers are probably a team with the minimal amount of changes. And I think Trubisky from or Roethlisberger going to Trubisky is not a huge gap at quarterback from what we saw last year. Then you kind of know what to expect with these guys. It's an offense that I would actually buy in fantasy just based on a known quantity. Absolutely. Just me. Uh, San Fran, nothing too big so far. Not that they need to. Um, Seahawks, they signed. They need to move Jimmy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if it's going to happen for a bit. But Seahawks re-signed Penny for a one-year deal, $5.75 million. I heard he turned down another offer somewhere else for a bigger contract, but he wanted to come home and prove it. I'm like, is that true? I'm like, dude, you're injury prone. You, you take that, yeah. that two-year, yeah, $15 million dollar contract, whatever yeah. the fuck it was. But Whether that's true or not, that's a stupid move by him. Take the money. So, bet, yeah, betting on yourself. Is what yeah. it is. Like, hey, one year, you're you a bad bet. Three, yeah, you had three good, three good weeks in four years. Sure, you, it, it 
happened at the right time last season. But um, I'll tell you, if you're listening, you got a lot of players in your league and a pick Rashad Penny way too high. Don't be the guy. He doesn't have Russell Wilson or that offense play calling anymore. Yeah, like it, it, it's a it's a different team with Drew Locke. The, the, um, the Buccaneers, the rich get richer. Russell Gage yeah. signed there, th- three for thirty million. Um, I think that that's a fantastic signing. Atlanta lost a good one. Uh, they extend Chris Godwin, three years, sixty million. Uh, Brashad Perriman staying there, whatever. Still a decent guy to have for your fifth option. Uh, <laughs> Kim and Bray restructures for a two-year extension. And Lenny Fournette eventually just goes back to three for 21. They they somehow found some more cap space. And it's just they, crazy. They bring him back. Pull, yeah, pulled well, it out of somewhere. The, 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 the thing is, he's went there last year. Like he turned down the Seahawks last year, went to Tampa Bay for a cheap contract. Hey, let's win again. So he kind of earned this seven million bucks a year for three, mm-hmm. like this is his this is his last contract or last big yeah. contract. It's n- n- not big, but no one's paying r- running backs, you know, the the twelve million dollar range anymore. Yeah, and and like you said, like after this contract's up, he's going to be what 32, 31. So I think he's twenty seven. Okay, it'll be 30. Oh, 30. So anybody still, on the, anybody still, on the still. wrong side of 28 is not getting paid as a running back. Right. So. Yeah. This Good is his big last big last yep. big one. And he knew it. I mean, yep. it, it it was weird. He visited the Pats the day before, and then he's like, Yeah, I was seven bucks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I never had Pats any high hopes like, for the Patriots to sign him. I didn't yeah. want to sign him. I like Fortnite a lot, but it didn't make sense with Steven. I bet they Harris. were I bet they were willing to go the years. But at like half the value, <laughs> yeah, or like one year, ten million. They're <laughs> like, that's it. That's all we cut for you. Yeah. We're not getting tied to you for long term. It's either long term for no money or very short term for a little bit of a Nelson Aguilar type deal. Yeah, and and Fournette deserves this. He didn't. He Agreed. doesn't deserve to be treated yep. like that. Um, and it helps to you know Shaq Mason coming in is a run blocking. Uh, Guard, yeah. so a top three guard in the NFL, a, but they got for yeah, a fifth yeah, round. They gave him yeah. Ray for a fifth round pick. He's you know got a great six million dollars on their cap too. I don't know, just none of it needs. It's up. just insane how we just uh, I hate that, that move like that. So love uh, it for the Bucks, hate it for the Pats. Yeah, mm-hmm. lo- exactly. Leonard Fournette on the Patriots. Goodbye, running back. Thank you for fantasy because running backs are a scarce position right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you know. Rich get richer, like you said, Scotty. Uh, Tennessee Titans, they've moved around a few things. Julio Jones out the door, traded, got Robert Woods, which I think that's a really good landing spot for him outside, you know, running on the outside with A.J. Brown also on the opposite side. And they bring in Austin Hooper, who I feel like is a pretty good forgotten tight end. Yeah, and you've seen Tannehill use tight ends effectively in the past, even uh, this past year without John and we were like, oh, man, who's going to step up? And he still used um, Anthony Fersker and Jeff Swain. Thank you very much. They both and they both had, you know, not, they didn't kill it. They didn't have huge years, but they were streaming tight ends. But exactly. Who Hooper's an upgrade all around tight end yeah. than the previous guy since John Smith yeah. or Del- yeah. Delaney Walker back in the day. Um, Delaney Walkie. Sure. Yeah. 
Delaney Wong. Oh my God, that was our, that was our, that first, was our first podcast season. ever. <laughs> I, I got to find that clip. Oh, Delaney Wong. And then after that, he was cut. My fault. Sorry, Delaney. Yeah, anyone um, we talk highly of. Yeah. Um, I hate saying the commanders. I just. Yeah, you'll get used to it. I fucking hate it. No, all right. And then the commanders, JD McKissick. Just a uh, big middle finger to the Bills. Just loves Washington. Yeah. He's got so he's like JD knows some stuff that happened there. I'm like, dude, like we gotta bring JD back. He he's gonna talk. <laughs> he can burn us, yeah. <laughs> yeah, these, all these players. Oh, that's such a and, great and, and even Cam Sims like, dude, there. if Cam Sims goes to your practice squad, he might talk. Let's bring him back on a one year deal. Yeah. Did you, did you see play. all the radio stations dropped uh, the the Redskins or the Redskins dropped everybody on their radio stations so then they can talk about the team freely? I guess they were like censored by Dan Snyder personally. Really? Yeah. I did not I see that. Freedom of speech. Did not know that. Uh, and then uh, what's this? <laughs> they they signed Cam Sims uh, for two point six mil. Uh, okay, and. Uh, <laughs> I think you guys probably already went over that Carson Wentz is over in Washington. So that's I think so. yeah, I wasn't I sure we, we talked about that on the last pod. Yeah. If not, oh, we, Carson Wentz we in Washington. We must did. have because that was before um <laughs> yeah. Free yeah, started. Yeah. Yep. Um, did Terry need a new deal? Did he get extended or something like that? Or was I haven't heard like anything. was right or wrong oh. there? No, he should have so one more year on his rookie deal, I think. Oh, it depends yeah. on round he was. Oh, actually, He's speaking of rookie deals, I got a, a tweet I saw of 2019 wide receivers that need need extensions now saw, coming yeah. up. Yeah, it's, it's got Debo, Debo and AJ Brown. Uh, maybe it's Terry is on that list. Maybe that's DK. what I saw. DK yeah. and nowhere to be found, but Nikhil Harry, who was the second wide receiver taken in that draft. <laughs> Which is crazy because, like, you know how we've seen running backs like five years ago, four years ago, holding out every time, you know, a year before their extension, they want an extension now, and then Zeke would would pulled out, Love Bell would do it, Melvin Gordon would do it. You're not seeing that now because every team is like, we don't need to pay these running backs. You might see it with wide receivers now. Yeah, yeah, because especially with the like, last year, like wait, right wait for Terry, wait for Debo, wait for DK. Oh, it's, especially DK. It's going to be know, scary. DK was such a late pick that he's going to be looking at his three million dollar check and going, "Hey, you know, Devontae Adams and I are very kind of similar in a way, and he's making twenty five <laughs> million dollars an hour. I mean, uh, a year. I don't want to do this, <laughs> so." <laughs> It's it's right. it's entirely possible that starts coming up. But um, <sighs> any el- anything else you guys want to add before we wrap this? Um, I'll just uh, go through a few free agents that are still out there. Yeah. Um, we still we still have some time left before the NFL draft. So a few guys running backs. Melvin Gordon still out there. I think he's a wait and see kind of guy now. David Johnson. I probably shouldn't. Put him on here. <laughs> Philip, Philip Lindsay, uh, Sony Michelle, Jeff Wilson, Marlon Mack, still very interested to see where and if he lands somewhere. Uh, Daryl Williams, I know he turned down a deal from the Chiefs. He wants to test the market. Still, still not signed, but 
Uh, the only tight end worth talking about is Rob Gronkowski. I think we expect Tampa Bay to resign him on a cheap deal. A uh, few wide receivers still out there. Will Fuller, um, AJ Green, OBJ. We talked about that before. He might wait until later in the season. Um, MVS, we talked about him visiting the Chiefs. And then the guys that were cut, Jarvis Landry, Cole Beasley, and Julio Jones still out there. So Don't forget, uh, don't forget Emmanuel Sanders, too. Oh, I didn't highlight him just because, I don't know. Manny Sandy. He could retire. Oh, like, he's getting old. Like he's, what, 35, 34? Yeah, he is. He's 35. He, he is old. Like so, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders, I'll toss, you know, I'll freaking toss Tua Hilton in there. And week one, Sammy. Yeah. Week one, Sammy. Can't forget about week one, Sammy. Yep. So, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I think that's it. If you, you want to take it out, Craig. Sure can do. Uh, yeah, same faces, new places article. That's that's the one. That's where you find all the inf- information going on for the free agents. Uh, like you had mentioned, NFL draft coming up. So hopefully we can get into more of that coming up soon after free agency starts to cool down. And this is hitting week two. Um, I think that is going to do it for tonight. Thank you for listening. Find us at topshelffantasy.com. Go ahead over to the socials at Top Shelf, FNTSY, Podcast 193. We are Top Shelf. Stay fluid, stay loose.